It's January 30th, 2018, and Cato Visa. I'm Colin Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and this is Bottle Crow, a Dota 2 podcast where we talk about Dota 2. I can't remember where. Uh, so, Battle Pass is here. It includes the Gordon Ramsay announcer pack. There, uh, we hate ESL at the moment. Uh, yeah, so you can find us uh, at scanlinemedia.com. Pod cat catchers, peace out. Bum, 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 bum. You know we got different music now, right? Sh- um, <laughs> it was a good try. No, that just sounds like. Just random music notes. Let's just go. Perfect. Um, hey, Dota, right? Mm-hmm. So, I guess I guess we should lead off with the, the the leading topic from last week. We're finally able to get some kind of closure on the ESL. Kerf- is, it, is it kerfuffle? You think it was a kerfuffle? I would say it was a kerfuffle, Colin. That's a that's a good call. I think it went that far. Hmm. It's not overstepping Man. our bounds as a amateur Dota two podcast to say so. It's really difficult to try and keep an eye on the r slash Dota two uh, subreddit and determine what is a crisis, what's a disaster, what's a kerfuffle, what's a sitch. You know, it's really. I feel I feel like um, for all the wonders of this community, sometimes we lack perspective, and it's hard to know what manner of emergency is occurring. I mean, Colin, that's the problem when you don't have you know a kind of big oversight you know, organizational body for your video game. The community mm. has to figure that out itself, you know, for better or for worse. So and sometimes there are scheduling conflicts. Sometimes your kerfuffle is happening at the same time as a disaster and then just like, you know, the teams don't know what to do. It's a kerflaster. It's a disaster. Oh nice. Kerflaster was good. I like it. It's a kerflaster. Wait. It's a kerflaster. Alright, well, uh that <clears throat> joke is done. Um <laughs> So, ESL has um, posted on r slash Dota 2, and specifically, like, ESL posted on r slash Dota 2, not on their own blog, though they have, have then repeated the message elsewhere, but they went I straight mean, to them and were like, hey, we're sorry, we were wrong, we screwed e- this up. Does ESL have a blog? I think this is the, where it would get the most, the most views. There must, I mean, no, of course, but like the thing, I mean, the thing that, sure. the thing that, like, usually places would do is they'd be like, we're going to post it on our blog, and then we'll post the blog entry to to Reddit. Oh, and then Reddit can click on that to go, and it's sort of like, no, we need to not do anything that looks like we're trying to self-promote right now. <laughs> Gabe is an ass. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's just, it's not really news so much as it is, hey, they're doing some PR now. They got their shit together. Their VP it's, is no longer <laughs> tweeting. It's closure. It's closure. It's That's closure. what it is. Right. Everything's and been you know, fixed. No? Well... Listen, there's still there's still work to be done, right? But this is the beginning of it. It's, it's like it's like at the end of the civil. It's reconstruction, right? At the end of the civil American Civil War, when you know it was time to really rebuild and 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 really just mend the bonds, brother against brother, all that that stuff. You know, I really actually I'm gonna back away from this metaphor because the so the uh, American Civil War was actually really important, and I probably shouldn't. It, what? It's probably it's probably what? a disrespectful Since comparison, when, Colin. Are you going to make that kind of bold claim on this podcast? Boy. Listen, if you're from outside of the United States and thus – well, you might know our history if you're outside the United States, but you, sh- you shouldn't have to. That's stupid. But if you are, uh, there's some there's some stuff about slavery in there. So, like, that, was, that probably I shouldn't make jokes about that one. My bad. But anyway, point is 
we're we're in the point where we're going to start working on this problem, and ESL is is also acknowledging that the problem needs to be worked on. Hooray! Semi happy ending. I guess semi sweet <laughs> chocolate. It's just a PR move, but yeah, it's nice to see a PR move finally. Well, it's a PR move, you know. I mean, it's from like, like what uh, you saw, Johan. There, yeah, we're, uh, we we know there's kind of a dipshit or guy who can act like a dipshit on the internet, which is bad when your job can be highly visible to the internet sometimes in ESL, which is unfortunate. Hopefully, you'll put on a, a great performance, a great production at uh, Katowice for the next major. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is worth um, pointing out. That they do say, like, so, uh, here's here's a second to last, last paragraph here. We acknowledge our mistakes and we apologize. What we got wrong last week, we want to get right for the rest of the year. That means learning from what happened, working with Facebook on improving the experience, as well as changing the way we talk to you. So, like, if you're thinking this was going to be the point where they said, sorry about, face- sorry about the whole Facebook call. Uh, well, they can't. No, that's not what they're doing. <laughs> they can't. Well, I mean, like... They they could have. I mean, it's it would have been a bold move, but being like, if they were like, we hear you loud and clear, and we had a talk with Facebook, and it doesn't feel like this is working out for, for the community, and that's what really matters. Like, it's not about us. It's about you, and so we're going to go back to Twitch. I mean, they signed a long contract. <laughs> I mean, that would have required some work on the back end, but you can't imagine that Facebook's happy with how things went either. I, I, uh, I don't know if Facebook gives a shit. I don't think they're working on any sort of short-term. But why would they have given them money to put their stream on Facebook if they didn't care? I mean, about honestly, the event at all? if I'm Facebook, I mean, I haven't heard. It's certainly possible that there's been other like live events that you know are big that are supposed to be streamed on Facebook and stuff. But I mean, just like I don't know, go buy a a, a viewer base to test your platform to stress test your platform. Mm. There you go. Facebook doesn't give a shit. People aren't going to stop using Facebook because of this. You know, if you don't want to stream on face, watch streams on Facebook, this wasn't going to change anything unless it was like perfectly smooth. And over the long term, everybody's watching the esports on the Facebook and talking about it on the Facebook. Then that's when people go there. So I, I don't. Facebook doesn't give a shit. It's possibly right. I hadn't thought of that, that like stress testing their, their system idea. That's a decent Or just point. like anybody using it at all. Just like start off with a Dota 2 minor. Why not? Sure. Sure. But I mean, I, I, I don't know. I feel like usually if you buy someone to do a job, you care about whether or not they do the job. That just seems like probably. I, I'm sure their contract had very, very uh, broad provisions for many things like this. So. We'll, we'll see what they continue to do moving forward. I don't have any, well, you know, any face in the book, any skin in the the scroll in this one. So, Nick, it's time for another another emergency that we need to rate on our our scale from our okay. slash Dota two. From what is our scale from? Well, um, is it in pounds? No, remember it's the whole kerfuffle disaster, uh, right? That whole scale. I see. Okay. Um, calamity. Let me, let me bring it up. Ooh. Calamity is probably the top. Dueling fate, etc. Um, so okay, prepared to rate this one. Um, the spring cleaning patch has not been announced, and neither has the battle pass. Uh, so hmm, it's January thirtieth, I believe, mm-hmm. two thousand eighteen. I'm yes. Colin Detmar, and this is Bottle Crow. Okay. 
Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm not worried about the spring cleaning patch yet, quite, quite okay. at this time. Okay. I'm going to say that is a, a, uh, a bubble. Wet fart? But wet, a FedEx, FedEx envelope. That's a FedEx envelope. <laughs> oh, no. <Deep> <laughs> Damn it. And uh, the, no battle pass. Uh... Colin from the future says, one out of two ain't bad. I mean, I, I guess it would be nice to have one. Well, shit. I mean... Nick, can you explain to me why anyone is like, like, listen, when the battle pass comes out, it'll be like, here are some things, and it'll be like, oh, okay, neat. Why does anyone, why is anyone, like, restless for the battle pass? I, I don't understand. Colin, let me, let me read for you a little thing that, uh, that I, we, we were talking about this earlier this week, of course. Uh, and I said, you know, I realized this. Sometimes in life, you get all stuck up. You know, you can't move forward something. You feel like it's just holding you back. You know, you'd have those times. It's like you try, you're trying your hardest. the lyrics of a song? And you try to squeeze like the last drop out of life, just trying to get something out of it. You know, you want to just squeeze it out, but nothing comes. And in those moments, those moments of, of life constipation, all you need is just a little battle pass. You just need to pass the battle. Sometimes. No, I, I heard you. I'm not editing that silence down. I usually edit silences down a little bit to be nice. I'm not doing it this time. I really want to spend... My, I, I mean, I really want to spend money on new items, even though I, I didn't buy all of the old items. Okay. I am Reddit. I really want quests to get free. Well, not free items, because you have to buy the battle pass. I really want... Winter terrain. Oh wait, we got that for like a week. Uh, Nick, I I realize what I'm really missing is that I really want a battle pass to add quests so that I can so I can go on Reddit and complain about people doing quests in my games. Right, and then complain about the quests that are too hard until they get uh -huh. changed. Yeah, totally. Um, when there was like official Valve, a few official Valve tournaments, it was cool because it had like the compendium. Part. That's true. That was neat. Uh, there's there's I too liked, many I liked, events. I liked, you know, <laughs> predicting who would who would player have cards. the most last Remember hits. player cards, Colin? I do. Probably like 10-hour purge streams. Everybody was doing their player cards. Uh, you get Predictions. People love getting E points for their E predictions. Um, Pre-E-dictions? Like the two e, E's? E, I don't know why. Why did we want the battle pass? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't feel like the game is that buggy right now. So I don't know why we're like, I mean, spring cleaning would be nice. I'm sure they'd, they'd fix some more things. Like, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a thread on Reddit where it's like, Hey, why don't you fix these things? And like, okay, sure. But like, I mean, there's plenty of bugs there, but it's, it's, <laughs> I've been playing uh, with, our AD2O group, some you know of our online friends, a lot of PUBG recently, in which I've I've become burnt out on because that that is a buggy game. That is quote unquote esports ready is their meme because it's 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 really bad and it's not polished. And then I come to Dota, and I'm like, well, at least it runs pretty well normally, mm -hmm. not lagging. I don't know. There's always issues, but I I think it's more like people want a patch, or, you know. We've rolled around on the freshness of the patch, and people are like, hmm, 
What if we got these uh these servers into the, the captain's mode? Yeah. I mean, well, listen, that one, okay. We'll talk about that one a little bit later, but I think I, I might be with them on, on getting some, some more people into captain's mode. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I don't know. I, I feel... Um, I still feel like I'm I'm exploring 707. I feel like I'm still, like... Yeah. It still feel like I'm not gonna say it feels fresh, but it still feels solid. I'm not I'm not like sick of it or anything. You're so, trying to figure out why you specifically are so bad with Meteor Hammer, the best I, item I, in the game. I'm really like I don't know if the addition of of with Meteor Hammer was necessary, but <laughs> I do think that's accurate otherwise. And disc. Nullifier. God, I had a. I just played it. Hey, my weekend. I just played a game. There was a. We had a Weaver who went like Lincoln's Diffusal Blade Nullifier. And there was nobody on the enemy team besides a Witch Doctor who bought a BKB or anything. Mm-hmm. And I think they thought it broke or something because they kept using it. This Weaver kept using it on a Bristleback and just right clicking the Bristleback. And nothing really happened except the Bristleback was momentarily more slow. And I guess mm-hmm. he couldn't toggle his bassy. <laughs> Guys, I don't. What do you do? You know, it says it says muted. It doesn't say broken. I don't know. Well, I think it's. I I, I don't think it's entirely unfair that there are going to be some players who don't have all of those clear, all sure, of the status types. Sure. So I would just hope at like the two and a half to three plus K level, could like little bit understand it i mean that we, would be good we also had a lich who rushed a uh a silver edge and i think they were mm-hmm. partied but i don't know it's, that's a one of those doted two mysteries i mean i've been what i've been that player right i've been the like the enchantress <laughs> who rushes ru- rushes a silver edge because hey, like Mr. bristleback Blue. is destroying our team no listen when bristleback is destroying our team and i have the money and my team are idiots and won't do it and somebody has to Sure, sure. But, uh, but I don't think it's a good build, but yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a clutch EE play or, you know, some great promo. It's just like, yeah. What yeah. If, guys, what if I go a Silver Edge? Yeah. So there are some, some rumors this week. It's been a while since we featured some rumors on the show, but okay. um, it turns out we put out a podcast not that long ago. Um, a couple of days ago, so we don't have as much news for you this time, but there's a rumor that the International 8 will not be taking place at Key Arena this year. I mean, to be clear, we're bringing this up because it came onto the Reddit, but we, we've mentioned it before because there's some renovations that have been approved, and mm-hmm. so TA8 is very possibly not going to be at Key Arena. It's possibly impossible. So uh, I think if if we like a, a good podcaster such as myself, what they would do is they would look up like other arenas and venues in Seattle. And I would say that this is a person like me, but not exactly like me because I super didn't. That sounds like a lot of work. So speaking purely theoretically as a person who doesn't actually know what the opportunities are, what would you want from a new TI venue? A, a good venue. A good one, I think. I'd you know, your imagination is really, uh, is really striking. Let me, let, me, let me tame it back. I'll think. Tame it back? Let me, <laughs> let me hold it. Let me tame it back. Okay, so like you... Okay, 
first off, indoor versus outdoor. Would you would you would you potentially be interested in an outdoor arena? Hmm. No, because what if it what if it rains? <laughs> you could have a little overhang for the what computers and stuff. You could have a little what overhang you, for the computers. What if and you stuff. watched? Dota and the players, they had the overhang. It's like the regular stage, but they had a uh-huh. an overhang specifically for them. And so you could watch a Dota in the rain. That I mean, I'm down. A, that's a kind. Of, that seems like a bad idea. That actually. sounds like that sounds like actually like. Okay, what if what if you advertised it right? What if you were like, okay, this year the theme of TI8. The, you Storm. know, last year it was like last year it was no last year it was like underwater. Right, but this year we're going a little more conceptual. This year it's solo queue. It's Seattle, one of the rainiest cities in North America. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't at me with statistics, but it's pretty rainy. Um, and uh, we're we're having it during rainy season, and we're having it outdoors, and the crowd will have no coverage whatsoever. Uh, and y'all gonna stand there, sad in the rain, and watch Dota. It's gonna be just <laughs> God, like your solo God, queue have games. You, have you been solo queuing some? <laughs> Actually, no. Feelings? I didn't think so. No, no. I just I, listen. I, I, I know. You, we I all know. know. We all know. It's, it'll never leave me, Nick. It's, it'll never leave me. Once you solo queue, you can't. You can't uh, unsolo queue, or something more clever than that. You never go back, Galar. Uh, mm, so, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I'd be I interested in. What if you couldn't see the teams? Whoa. What? Why? What if you couldn't see the teams? No, not like not like a goal, but oh, like, like I what mean, if? You know. I mean, that would, right. that would be bad. That would be a bad. But like, would it be a negative. deal breaker? Yeah, I mean, yeah. For the person, they, nobody would even put a TI on that did that. But I you mean, don't... like, you could have you could have cameras or something. But like, what if like the teams are in different smaller rooms and you have cameras with screens in the main arena and like, okay, here are the players. No, that's like, no. Listen, you're not giving me a lot to work. I'm with really here, not. Nick, so I'm just trying to <laughs> feel things out. That's good. That so that's that's something that would be bad. Seeing the players is a plus. Possibly, I think. Have you ever been to plus. TI, Nick? Uh, let me think about how many times have I won T, uh, how many times was I invited? Uh, I have not actually. I just mean attended as a fucking customer, you jackass. A customer of TI? Yes, you're a customer because you bought a thing from them to show up. But you're not like a customer of a concert. Like, oh boy, I'm a real customer. Uh, I I guess a attendant. There we go. That is a word. I mean, you could be a customer of TI. I never. I'm. I was going to ask a question that I could ask someone who'd been to a Valve event. I've only been to Captain's Draft for that one day. It was mm. exciting. Okay. It was cool. Okay. It was inside. Well, it was cool. I was going to ask like concessions. Are there any concessions? And I'm not talking about oh, like absolutely. Like, Gotta have. I'm talking about food, but like. Oh, not like. <laughs> not like. Not like uh, <laughs> well, <making> okay. <laughs> we will not cross this line. <laughs> uh, you can have everything west of the Rockies, and uh, yeah, um, I mean, you gotta have some concessions. You no, of course you do, red, but like, what kind available. of concessions? What kind of concessions? Hot, cold. <laughs> uh, what time does you're TI have? Garbage. Some... <laughs> you're hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're no. Um, this uh, was gonna be a bad segment, but you beer. have made it you, worse. You should have a little. It's Seattle, so they have some fine breweries. Have some like you know fine craft breweries showing their, um, 
what's some good like food? I mean, you got to have the regulars, you know, hot dog, probably a cheeseburger or something like that. Is there a Seattle specialty? Um, Seattle arena cigarettes, food. coffee, depression. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Well, currently, Colin, in the key arena, there's Grill 206 featuring Kraft Burgers, chicken sandwiches, premium hot dogs, and chicken tenders, as well as the Uptown Kitchen, World's Fair, and Seven Hills Grill featuring things like pizza, chicken fried shrimp, and a chicken and waffle sandwich, which actually sounds disgusting. You keep saying chicken like chicken, like it's veg- like vegetarian chicken? chicken? Oh, as in like... Kachik- like Wait. when like when like okay you, you can buy that? uh you you spell it like chicken but every time there would be a vowel you have an apostrophe <laughs> i'm not making this up Are that's like that's like if you buy like if you buy again do you mean chicken it's probably just a limitation of google let me put it yeah in yeah it's 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 yeah chicken you can get, this like, is... chicken tenders or chicken nuggets, you know. Well, there's a local business in Korea called, this is C-H exclamation point, C-K-E-N. Uh, James Guanpio Mang says, thank you so much. And then you have a picture of a lady, and she's on her phone, but she has in front of her a Bal- Baltica be- beer, I think. Hmm. Looks like You beer. know, Nick, Seattle is, of course, a, uh, a coastside, a port city. Indeed. So, what I believe if, it's uh, uh, Portland. What if you ser- served crab in Kiarina? I don't... Mm, I mean, I don't know a lot about the West Coast, but Seattle's pretty north, right? And Sure. Uh, do they have... Is crabs a big thing on the West Coast? Uh, apparently, uh, Dungeness Crab is big. Dungeness? Dungeons yes. and Crabs? Okay, I don't know what a this is. This is the thing where I know what I'm talking about, crab. and you act like I'm making something up. Dung, <laughs> and I feel like this happens all the time. On crab. <laughs> well, see, I'm from Maryland, so like I know, like they do crabs a lot, and you know, I've we mm-hmm. do, you know, pick come pick your crabs after they've been just steeped with Old Bay, like half and half crab and Old mm-hmm. Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of the experience, Colin. And you know, I actually, I actually have a fairly similar experience because I'm from the Midwest. With, with crabs. No, with cheeseburgers. But it's kind of you know it's similar. <laughs> okay, I'll have to have a Midwest cheeseburger sometime. <laughs> this has to be a euphemism at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> is the, all right. Let's get out, let's get let's, out of here. Yeah, let's pull the escape cord on this on this fucking segment. Jesus. All right. Uh, do we even dare try another rumor? Hit <laughs> me with this one rumor, Colin. Okay. Well, so the other rumor that I've seen going around that was interesting is that uh, Chuan and March uh, might be returning to professional Dota 2. Um, in case you don't remember them, Chuan is the uh, Chinese player who used to play professional basketball until an injury oh, made him leave that line of work. And March is the old, old captain of MVP Phoenix, back before mm-hmm. he had to go into military service. Oh, that was March. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Yeah. So rumors are there's this is from, you know, some stack that's playing together. I can't rem- I think in the qualifiers for something. Something. But it's Forev, March, Saxa, Anna, and Chuan with uh, mm. Kaiser as a statement as well. Kaiser 4. So. 
I like March, and I would be... I, you know, I like both of these. Both of these guys are, like, skilled, nice, like, pers- personality-wise, nice support players, and I'd be happy to see them back in back in the game. Yeah, um, it's always nice to have those kind of people. Just yeah. Like, consistent, you know, professional, not necessarily loud, in terms of, like, personality and drama and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious to see see where they go with all that. It's it's also going to be weird for March coming back. I mean, like I guess I guess he's probably going to be fine, but it's sort of coming back and like, oh right, and then there's all of the rest of my old team, like still together. Well, I guess except for one member at this point, uh, over on Immortals, which, uh, yeah, that's it's an interesting dynamic. I, I, if this was a, if this was a a shonen, a shonen manga, that would be definitely a dramatic clash. Wow. Next time on Bodica, the dramatic... Listen, I run an anime podcast now, all right? (laughs) Speaking of Animal Planet is now Iceberg Esports. Now, okay, I haven't looked at the news, but is it Iceberg like the big chunk of ice, or is it Iceberg like Iceberg Lettuce? It's Iceberg as in Iceberg Lettuce. Wait. Yes, as in Iceberg Lettuce. Really? B-E-R-G. Wait. No. I meant like their icon because both of them are spelled that way. Okay, I was gonna. I was gonna. Say, what you think it would be? I'm. I'm just hoping. I don't you think, think it's it would likely. Be lettuce. I just hope it. Colin, I even put in the the next bullet down on our on our notes. Small Canadian org. Do, Where do they grow ice? Canada lettuce. lettuce Canada. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Where do they grow iceberg lettuce? Google says, in warmer parts of the country, it may not form the tight heads that it does in California. Mm, okay, but the looser so probably, heads that do form are delicious yeah. and distinctly iceberg nonetheless. Wait, maybe they can go everywhere. Most probably type in the U.S. Uh, yeah, it's it's it's. it was originally adapted for growth in the northern United States, so it's entirely possible that some grows across the border. It's really just a very hardy plant, lettuce. Just like Animal Planet. Yeah. It's almost like it's like fucking packing material, and that's why it's you know so hard to use. Because like, how could you really ruin iceberg? An iceberg lettuce? It's got no fucking flavor. Like the crunch is okay, but like it's just like water and leaf. Exactly. Get some romaine. It's what you. It's what you do with. They're they're different beasts. Yeah, and one of the beasts sucks. Beastly. Welcome to Beef Crow, where we talk about food and argue about it. We have a beef about about various. And I'm Nick Beef. Yes. Yeah, so Iceberg Esports. This is a small, supposedly you know, up and coming Canadian organization. Uh, they also have a CS:GO team. Mm. But mm. hey, Animal Planet now have a sponsor, and they're Canadian. Didn't they have cool. a sponsor before, and then they immediately bounced on them? Um, really? I had not heard about that. I mean, okay, listen. They're I, literally I don't... sponsored by the Animal Planet Television Channel, which no, might not exist uh, anymore. Nick, I was thinking of Planet Dog. That's on me. I apologize. Uh, yep. Yep. Somehow I managed to conflate Animal Planet and Planet Dog, which is oh really God. beyond There's me. There's so many shows. There's Animal Cribs, Cats 101, Dr. Jeff, Rocky Mountain Vet, Dogs 101, Monsters Inside Me, Northwoods Law, Pitbulls and Paroles, Puppy Bowl, River Monsters Tanked, Treehouse Matters, The Vet Life, and Lone Star Law. 
So, folks, uh, I just wanted to, you know, like, hear host, hear host and editor of, of Bottle Crow, Colin Detmar, straight out to you, just reaching out this hand so you can understand my pain for a Touching moment here. It is uh, just after 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. On uh, January 30th, I was planning to get this episode out tonight, which means get it finished recording and then edit it in the next three hours. And Nick is just making more and more work. This one is in the bag. Well, Colin, you're you're already, you know, pontificating up here. Why Why don't you give me your state of the Dota address? So I don't know why. I, I guess I called it that because the State of the Union was happening today. Yeah, um, I, I think it's it's really actually a super we, bad name for the actually, segment. We kind of did a, like a year end summary. But yeah. yeah, but mostly it's a series. It's 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 a, it's a back and forth. You know, it's our own ver- variety of the State of the Union. It's sort of touching on key subjects within Dota that are relevant and pressing between us two hosts. So first off, I want to touch on just a real quick, simple one, right? Okay, folks. Winter Winter Wyvern got Evil Geniuses defeated at the International. Yeah, Winter Wyvern infamously. Winter Wyvern made Crit cry. That's a fact. I have footage. That's true. And for a while on this show, I would come on, and every once in a while, Winter Wyvern would come up, and I'd call Winter Wyvern a trash hero. And I do that in private too. It wasn't just for show. But folks, it's time to let the hate go. I think Winter Wyvern might be a good hero. Um, I mean, I am the person who did the same thing with Nimbus. <sighs> Nimbus is the only thing you do on Zeus anymore because it's so good. I don't know what's good, man. Wyvern's probably great. Well, here's the people thing. start picking Wyvern. You know what? Let me go to the let me go to the stats. Dota buff. Let me inform my opinion real quick. Wyvern heroes. Winter Wyvern. Um, 48% win rate. Okay. That's not too bad for a, for a support that is, is somewhat tricky to play. So her pick rate at the moment is 3%-ish, where the average for all heroes is uh, 8.7, do the math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would, I would I wonder. say that uh, Evil Genius has dealt a critical <laughs> hit to her pick rate. Indeed. Um, but I think maybe, I think maybe it's I'll a, give it a shot. It's kind of I I don't know. I played three games with her semi recently, and uh, one two of those. One of those, you know, the game was was kind of just screwed, um, but did did pretty well in two of those games. And I think I think she's still pretty effective. It's one of those situations where also I think the game has kind of shifted around her, perhaps like what yeah. happened with Nimbus. Hmm. And, or maybe we were know, just wrong about Nimbus the whole time. That... That's also possible. I can't, I can't like gaslight myself. It was so bad at first. I think. I, I think so. Wyvern, she's got Arctic Burn, which is like a bit of a slow. It's okay, and it does percentage health burn, which is weird for support to have. Mm-hmm. So she kind of does a. And she also gets know, also gets uh, free movement during it. So. Yeah. It, it's okay. And, you know, it's got that slow. It's uh, 22% at level 1. Her W, it also has a movement slow. It's like a 4-second movement slow. It's only 25%, but it's very unreliable. Mm-hmm. It's more of like, I think, a pushing tool because it is 340 yeah. magic damage at level 4, so you can stall and push with it, I guess. It's, yeah, it's like pushing and harassing. Which is always good. Like, pushing is always good, very strong. 
Let's heroes mm-hmm. do, you know, whatever they want instead of having to right click things. Um, her heal, it's it's nice, and you can like there's plenty of outplay potential with the physical immunity. But then you can like set people for sun strikes and shit too. So a bit of a two edged sword there. You got to be careful. And then Winter's Curse is either ridiculously good or just kind of underwhelming a lot of the time. Yeah, I think I think overall it's kind of meh. Um, yeah. It's it's fine. I, I I think her E is definitely her best spell for um, sure because it's got that percentage based uh, HP regen. Yeah, yeah, and also the, the physical immunity can be really incredible in in yeah. certain circumstances. So I yeah, uh, it's weird. She has like the delay tactics against certain lineups with Cold Embrace and Winter's Curse. Because if you don't have mm-hmm. Magic Burst, then you know if your carry gets low, bam, just throw the E on them, and you know can kind of do the same thing with your ult. It doesn't have to be like a oh, I'm gonna ult this one hero who's standing next to his friend and everybody dies. You can use it as like setup, kind of like a, a mm-hmm. Naga ult. And it's I mean you know. It's not, this isn't the optimal use for it or anything, but it's totally valid to be like, this important person is about to TP away. No. Yeah. So, you know. Just just drop the curse. It's it's not it's not as good as the cooldown will make you think. So just, just yeah. throw it out there. That's just 80 seconds, 250 mana. Let it go. Throw it out there. Turn away and slam the door. Um, so. Prediction time, Nick. Okay. Will Mars come out before or after TI, or whatever Mars ends up becoming? Before. Because we haven't really gotten a lot happening in Dota recently, mm-hmm. I think. That's maybe true. it's Maybe it's just my mind, because, you know, I had the holidays, and so maybe the time seems longer. But it feels like we haven't had any, like, we've had a little bit of, you know, balanced minor patches, but... I don't know. I'm waiting for some magic. I'm hopeful. You're waiting for a miracle? I'm <laughs> ready as I can be. All right. Time time back for the next discussion topic. So in 7.07, they gave Hex a pretty big buff. It is now not purgeable. Yes. Cannot dispel no matter what. Do you think this was a good idea? Yeah, I think so. Some people have said uh, that it makes Slark just garbage and no one will pick him. Okay. <laughs> it's the one thing that... See, this was, actually, this was actually a trap because oh. uh, I happened to see you play a game yesterday where you were up against someone who was playing a Slark. Um. <laughs> Uh-oh. No? No? Nothing? Did I lose the game? It was your AD2L game? They had a Slark? <laughs> what? 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 I'm loading they up had my a Slark, buff. yes. What? Yes, they had a Slark. What? Are you kidding me? You uh, were well, Dragon Knight. We, yeah, so yesterday we played one of our best of twos. Uh, that that game didn't go great for us. <laughs> neither of our games yesterday went great. To be honest, yeah. So I don't, I don't really think. Uh, I was try- I was struggling to get like a second item. The first game mm. when I was an OD, so Hex wasn't on the menu. I think they had a Tide, and that's good against Tide too because he can't purge it with Kraken. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, that's I, a good I, point. I, DK can't build Hex. <laughs> he could, but 
Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's fine. I think it's great. Maybe Shabbat is a little too strong with it now, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's one of those situations where it always pissed me off how much of a get-out-of-jail-free card Slark had. Yeah. And now that there is actually one, like, real answer to it, I think that's great. And if they have to make totally some other fine. changes you to Slark, two heroes, fine. Yeah, right? Two heroes, one item that can do it, unless I'm mm-hmm. missing something. So, like, whatever. If you really want to pick a Slark, ban those two heroes. Or pick it. Ban one, pick one. Get a Lincoln's. Fine. Yeah. It, no. The Slark with a Lincoln's is, is a bad... Is a bad <laughs> that's actually really bad, huh? <laughs> I don't hate it. Why? Why would, I guess why I get bad? you... I guess I guess, I guess I get you some stats from Ultimore. Yeah. You don't really mm. need the HP regen, but... Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Well, next discussion topic. Are Pengalier, Dark Willow, and Techies... Ready for captain's mode. Maybe techies? Techies is so bad that I miss he's ready. Because it's like, what harm would it really do? I don't know if he is, though. Hmm. The thing is, we haven't seen good techies, unless like people watch Dota streams and stuff, and they know of people who've played techies, at least sometimes. I mean, nobody, nobody practices them. We haven't seen them on the big stage. We saw them in... What, that one Captain's Draft game? No. Mm-hmm. Fear played him during the All-Star match, I guessed it. Last TI? What am I he thinking He also played of? it during... He played it during uh, Midas mode. Midas mode, that's what it was. And he... Like, he was he underwhelming. Was it seemed terrible. Like he, he didn't do a lot. Yeah. He didn't accomplish much on that hero. I mean, you don't see pros playing the heroes, so... Mm-hmm. Because if they're not in Captain's mode, it's a little bit, you know... It doesn't make much sense unless, like, oh, suddenly he's added in and then, oh, wow, you know, X person is amazing at techies, so you have a little bit of an advantage for a little while. Well, isn't that part of what you do, right? Like, when it's when you're at a state where it's like, it seems like this hero is fine, we need more data from high-skill players, mm-hmm. you add it to Captain's Bone and you're going to get that data. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Maybe maybe Ice Rock doesn't like techies. <laughs> maybe he... He feels bad about what he's done, his sins. Maybe, maybe. So, what are your what are your problems with Pangolier and Dark Willow? Then, what what makes them not ready? Pango, I think you need to nerf something. Rolling Thunder. You you could, or just anything else, like nerf the range on his Q, or nerf some cooldown. Nerf the AOE on his W was a suggestion I saw. That's good. It's actually a ridiculously big AOE because hmm. that damn. I mean, it's just percentage damage reduction that's so strong um and then i like the remove all armor on the e that's a cool thing i wouldn't really want to get rid of that you could you know find other ways to nerf it in terms of it's also it's also a like not useless but it's not a very good move like no one picks pango for that thing no i mean it's more the late game it could be a game changer Mm. but and then there's the issue of his alts cooldown (laughs) It's a little yeah, his, below. His, his ult should probably have a longer cooldown for yeah. how good it is. Yeah. It's it's very weird that it's slow to me. Mm-hmm. No, I it's agree. Like a big, it's a flashy ult. It's cool. It can do a lot, too. You can permastun mm-hmm. someone in the right, <laughs> the right geometry, which I know is situational. But, yeah, I think something has to be done in terms of nerfing him. And then Willow, I just, I don't know. I th- she has so much. I don't know yeah. what you do. You have to think about it hard. 
she really feels like one of those like I I, I don't want to. She feels like an earth spirit. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. That's that's exactly what I was thinking, because like I don't think her skill ceiling is as high as our spirits, right? Yeah. But she does feel like one of those heroes where it's like, oh, she seems fine. Like, look at her win rate, and then you turn her on in <laughs> captain's mode, and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and then you just have to nerf, and then she's just not good because of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would be okay to have heroes that were never in captain's mode? I was thinking about this. <sighs> Maybe I I won't say like definitely no, mm-hmm. but maybe because the big thing like when I was still playing League of Legends was oh right is balancing for pro players and not for us so there were certain heroes mm-hmm. the ch- champs that they would balance for pro play and then basically you could never play in pubs like it was worse than it was in Dota for you know various things that we kind of have that are like that to an extent I mean there's like IO yeah <laughs> yeah there's IO. There's IO, basically. Mm-hmm. But that was an issue there. And so you either say, okay, we'll balance for the top tier or we'll balance for the lower tier. And then I guess just not put him into captain's mode. But I like the idea that, you know, anybody can succeed if they are good enough at the game, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I kind of not okay with it. I, I Before it would have been a flat no from me. And... Like things like like the techies problem have me kind of reconsidering, and I'm not sure. I'm not like I'm not. I haven't decided, but it's kind of like I don't really know what you do to techies that made that would keep the identity of techies and then make him okay in captain's mode. Yeah, I mean, people say it all the time. You play a different game, right? You're playing the techies mini game now, and mm-hmm. maybe I mean, maybe Icefark doesn't like that, or you know, people evolve don't think that that's good for the scene, which very possibly could be, you know, to not have techies games go on at tournaments is quite possibly a good thing but then can it can you really just by keeping it in pubs then like that i don't know give give another shot at trying to balance him with his current stuff i guess i don't know it's tricky it's a very dota one hero right it's not like it's a very old hero concept really Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, i totally agree Next question. How do you stop Tinker? That guy needs a nerf. Does what he? do you do? <laughs> Does he? Let's go to the Dota buff. We need a I, Dota buff. I think he needs it. I think he needs a nerf. I think he's have pretty you gross. Played against him a lot recently. Have you seen? I have seen some pro play, and I have played against him, and he seems okay. His win rate's not that high. It's fifty. Fifty point seven. Yeah. I haven't noticed him a lot recently, to be honest. Huh. I guess it's sort of like one of those things where just like the the, the examples where he gets out of control. I mean, like he's Tinker. When he gets out of that control, he's the he makes such an impact psychologically of just like, oh, this is so fucked up. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to push in is one of the most frustrating things for me. Like mm-hmm. even if you kill him once and he respawns, then he marches a bunch. You have to coordinate to jump on him mm-hmm. without, you know their team killing you while you try. He is, yeah, he is frustrating. He's almost a techies in that way. But I, I like that Tinker is a thing. Hmm. Kind of, I guess. He's so frustrating though when he snowballs. Right. Yeah. I've seen some I've seen like a suggestion, like there was a there was an R slash Dota two suggestion that March of the Machines should create a little like unit 
kind of like kind of like a gravestone almost that makes them the machines and I you could destroy it but oh hmm. it's an interesting I idea. guess I guess it just doesn't last very long but no it still no, would be it good it'd still be a balanced thing I could go for that I, I would I don't know if I think that idea is necessarily the one, but the idea of making changes to March appeals to me. Yeah. I could agree. So next question. And Final last question, question for this segment. Yeah. Is Artifact still a thing? Is that any, anybody heard from Artifact? <sighs> Remember when they set up an actual Twitter account and then they said tweeted us with questions about hashtag play artifact and then the one fucking reply they made was to slacks. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's actually, if you think about it, it's kind of beautiful. It's kind of suspicious, to be honest. Did like slacks have a, a friend in Valve to set this shit up for him? And then this is going to be some sort of long con and slacks is going to be like, huh? I mean, probably not because pro players say they've played Artifact. Or they've seen it at least. They said it was coming in like sometime in 2018, so maybe like 2020 we can expect the alpha to come out. I just, I don't... I'm interested. I want to see it. That's the thing is like Valve is the only company who can like announce development of a game and then forget they're making it like i swear to god yo uh yo tim how's uh how's that artifact concept going uh oh mm. you know <laughs> uh, yeah. good. It, good good i'm i you know i've i'm taking the the Japanese, the Nintendo approach. We're just going to, I'm going to delay it a little bit, to be honest. You know, I really want to polish it. I want to put out a good product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just, I mean, they, we really, they did promise uh, it was 2018 originally, but we also. No, sure. I, like, it's not like, it's not late. It's just like nobody no, I had sells a game like this. Reaction. Yeah. But like, like, I forgot about Artifact. Yeah. I just flat out forgot about it. But Again, they put out at a least... really weird, like, abstract little gif <laughs> during you know ti for it it's very weird yeah i don't know it's 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 strange they should very do some like tie-in stuff with dota i mean like it's a it's a dota card game dota so they are going game. to but like but they should do some stuff in the run-up being like oh and here's like here's a hand of artifact cards cosmetic for so and so you know like for Rubik, something there you go yeah put put some cards on his card staff thing there you go there you go. Or or he has that one where he's got the cards in his hand. He could do that too. Pick a card, any card. Yep. All right, Nick. We promised the folks last week we were going to get back to Ags of the Week. We did. We made a blood pact that we would bring it back. But the thing is, we've done most of the good heroes. I mean, like there are a few more we could do, but we've done such a good job, and we may in the future start have to revisiting. <laughs> some of these some of these heroes starting coming up with other ideas for ones we've already covered but for now i think it's actually time to talk about a really exciting possibility which is the aganim scepter upgrade for the new hero mars oh mars you say yes I see. Hmm. nick I... my idea is great do you want me to okay. go first or should you what's the length of your idea one minute 
two minutes? It's, it's, it's a couple. Well, so the thing is, I think it will inspire some conversation. Okay. I think I'm going to go first, Colin. Okay. So first, Mars as a hero, as we all know, uh, he's a blend of Io and Axe. So he's like this sphere, right? But he's red and he carries a spear. And this, you know, unlike Io, he can speak, but like Axe, his speech patterns, you know, are like Axe's. So he just refers to himself as Mars all the time. Mars uh, is Mars. Mar- yeah, Mars is Mars. Mars, Spears. Well, listen, it's a blend, okay? I'm working <laughs> on <laughs> My Mars spear. Uh, I've hit you with my Mars. Anyways, so by default, Mars is passive. He has this passive... Uh, Enemies in any way touched by Mars's spear through spells or attacks, because he has certain spells that you don't know, use his spear, have a chance to be affected by the stacking recall debuff for 15 seconds, with new stacks refreshing the duration. Affected heroes have their attack speed reduced and mana loss increased per stack. This is just his base passive. Kind of makes them interesting. And so Mars's Aghanim Scepter upgrade gives him a new ability called... Total recall. Mars throws his spear a long range, having to wait a moment to pull the tether back before being able to attack or cast other spear spells. So this is like a long range thing that he throws, has a small AoE, but it does some sort of damage. And then, you know, depending on how far he's thrown, he has to pull it back. It's not very long, but it disables him for a sec, kind of like uh, Timbersaw's Chakram. If a hero is affected by recall stacks... Hitting them with, uh, yes, if a hero is affected by any recall stacks, hitting them with his ability will cause Mars to start to reel them in. So he pulls back his spear and he shouts, Get your ass to Mars. With the pull distance and disable increasing for each stack of recall, enemies may still cast spells and use items while in total recall. So it's like, you know, Invoker's Deafening Blast. Oh. Get your ass to Mars. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I had a good idea. <laughs> it was it was two hours before the show, Colin, and you messaged me, Nick. Like, I hope you, I hope you're ready. My Mars idea is hot shit, and, and I'm going. Okay, I, I'll think of one. I've got to do it. So, this is what came to me. I tried to use you know his existing tool set. And uh, try to create a really great addition. All right. Well, I actually tried hard to make a good thing. Um, <laughs> what are you implying? <laughs> um, Garbage podcast. So, obviously, um, I didn't have the information that Nick had about what Mars's uh, move set was going to be. Oh yeah. Sorry, um, uh, I was talking to Serge the other day. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, you didn't. You forgot to share the, the Google Doc. Shit happens. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so I decided to create an, an ability independent of Mars's actual uh, kit. Oh, okay. So it gives Mars a new ability. And I think the ability is fairly straightforward. I am kind of stuck on one detail, which I would like to work out with you, however. Absolutely. So the name of the ability is called Even Ancient's Bow. Hmm. And what this ability does is it targets buildings. Um. And it definitely targets towers. I'm trying to decide if it also targets uh, barracks, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Maybe shrines? Maybe shrines, too. Um, but basically, it's got a decently long cooldown, maybe a minute or something. 
maybe longer. But when you cast it on a tower for 30 seconds, that tower is your tower. <laughs> it acts as though it belongs to your now. side. Yeah. And so, like, you can cast it on tower, and if you're radiant, then the tower temporarily has, you know, switches to a green health bar and starts attacking dire targets, including if it is, like, a tier four, and there's a there's a another tower next to it, the towers will start shooting each other if there's nothing else to shoot. Um, this is this is perfect. I wanted to think about, like, I have this... Hold on, hold on. Before anything else, the way this mm-hmm. works, the way this is balanced, is that buildings are the lowest on the priority list of tower aggro. That way, heroes mm, can walk yeah. in there and they can tank it, or creeps can be in there. Uh, so enemy creeps, hmm. mm-hmm. maybe maybe they're above creeps. Heroes can tank it. It'll switch aggro to a hero if it goes in from a building. I mean, like, I think I think it should be. I think building should be lowest on the list. I don't think you should probably like. I don't think the strat I is guess. like I'm gonna possess this and have it shoot <laughs> okay. the racks for me or whatever. Um, I think so. So that is that is one of the things I should mention is that this would work through backdoor protection. Hmm. I like it. You could. Um. I don't think like your the it, only the possession works that way. Like so, if if the enemy team has their um like their you know their tier three up. Casting this, casting even Ancient's Bow on the Tier 3 will make the Tier 3 work for you, but it won't make it shoot the racks because the racks have backdoor protection. Mm-hmm. Now, here are the things I was thinking about. Is, one, could you cast it on an sh- enemy shrine to make the shrine's cooldown be used for you? <laughs> I think and yes. T- and two, could you cast it on an enemy barracks and have the next wave or two waves, depending on balance, spawned be your side's units. Yes. I think yes and yes. I don't think that would be game-breaking. Okay. What's well, a creep wave here and there? It's an interesting thing. And then the shrine mm-hmm. cooldown by the time, unless like Mars rushes and ags, it's not a huge deal to steal mm-hmm. a shrine. I mean, it is kind of a huge deal, but it's not Imba, you know? However, I think you're forgetting something, Colin. There's there's one more building you have. You can't cast it on the ancient. You can cast it on the ancient, and it works instead for three seconds. And if during that three seconds your ancient falls, you still have an ancient. And if you can kill that ancient that you've your uh, dominated ancient within three or like five seconds, then it's a draw. Because you still have an ancient, so the game wouldn't be over, right? If they destroyed the ancient back at your base. But you can't attack your own ancient. Now you can. We, 7.0, uh, 8.0, Dota 8.0. It's bringing it back. Bringing hmm. back the ancient deny. Well, I think I'll leave that one up to listeners to decide whether the, the ancient possession is a good idea. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess my, my design goals with this one, as I was thinking, like, my AG's ideas are getting, like, more and more complicated as time goes on. And I wanted a thing that had, like, that wasn't actually that complicated when you got down to using it. Um, it t- takes a little work to explain, but in implementation, it's really simple to use. But it changes the way the game plays. It changes the feel. Mars I mean, feels like he can do something no one else can. That's some of the most... 
that's that's a, a better ags idea that you know especially mine is probably you know having to do with uh, proximity to me in the podcast because i will often go for these these crazy ideas because it's fun however mm -hmm. there's something about you know the the simplicity the simple beauty of a well-designed but simple ags just to, to change the game and i think those can be some of the best the most natural fitting into dota all right, I think that's it for this week's episode of Bottle Crow. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. You can catch this show on your podcatcher of choice, be it RSS or otherwise. I don't really know that there's an otherwise, but I went ahead Colin, and said that anyway. Colin, yes. you are going to let me forget it. Holy shit. What? Huh? I can't believe you. All I'm this time, lost. and uh, and you were going to let me forget this. So... One more little bit of drama. I hope, you know, not everybody has turned off the podcatcher by now. User Antiviolink3 on Reddit posted something today. Uh, one day ago, actually, to be specific. Tuesday, January 30th, 2018, 403 GMT minus 5. I got to experience e efficiency firsthand. It was a story about he was waiting at McDonald's for his order and he bumped into EE and EE agreed to take a, a photo with the guy. And then he accidentally steals this guy's McDonald's order. They were waiting there for like 10 minutes and they were chatting about how, you know, ridiculously long it was taking. And then finally EE's order came out. But it was not EE's order. It was EE's order and Antiviolink 3's order. And so EE stole this Reddit user's food. And then <laughs> he posts about it on Reddit. And then Eternal Envy tweets about it. And says something like, I didn't, re you know, I don't realize it was my double. Here, let me just, let's read it. It's a tweet. I thought it was my order for a double cheeseburger. Or, or I thought it was my order for a double cheeseburger, but I never ordered a combo. They messed up and got me a combo because no one took it. XD. Lowercase XD. From Eternal Envy. 1991. I'm, I'm so glad that Colin is definitely still on the Discord channel and hasn't left. And or <laughs> deleted the bottle curve feed <laughs> I mean, listen, you know, uh, I, I'm i glad that Eternal Envy knows what item to order from McDonald's. I, I tend to go for the single... Wait, it was double cheeseburger, you said? Uh, I thought it was my order for double cheeseburger. Yep. Double cheeseburger. Okay, so he's going for that. He's going for that, like, the, the value. Um, here's the, here's the, okay, here's the fucked up thing, you guys. Here's the fucked up thing. You want to know... How much it costs you to get a double cheeseburger versus a McDouble from McDonald's? Uh, what is the difference? So, Big Mac three ninety nine, I believe. Two cheeseburgers is two dollars. Uh, I double double quarter pounder with cheese. Is that what we're talking about? That's four seventy nine, according to. No, 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 no. We're just talking about a. We're just talking about a double cheeseburger versus. A McDouble. What? What are those things? So the difference, this difference, Nick, a McDouble is a dollar thirty-nine. This is I'm using California prices. No. Okay. A double cheeseburger, which is a McDouble with two slices of American cheese instead of one, <laughs> that is the only difference, mm -hmm. is a dollar sixty-nine. My God, you're paying. That. How many hats you could buy more. with those 30 cents? 30 cents more for one slice of American cheese. 
folks, someone that's 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 how you know that Eternal Envy is is rolling deep. He's got those those deep deep pockets, is he sees thirty cents. He, he puts all those double cheeseburgers in there. Thirty cents for a second slice of American cheese, and he's like, okay, he's a I'm man down. Of taste. He's refined. But apparently he couldn't afford the value meal, so maybe he's not as uh Wait, he couldn't afford the value meal? Yeah, he said he said he just got the just he just got the burger, but apparently they the upgraded combo. him. Right, right. Well, they call a combo a value meal. Oh, because the McDonald's think, terminology. Because it's a combination thing. It's not like, oh, this is a right, value and it is, it is, it down. Right, and it is. Right, well, it's a value. It's a value because you're McDonald's getting the items, but it's cheaper that's because true. they're it's packaged together. That's the value. It's a bundle. Yes. Colin, would you call it a McDonald's bundle? You already have like battle, three times, so battle sure. Battle pass? <laughs> I, I was really oh, man. What if McDonald's sold a battle pass? You know how, like, the fast food places will do franchising stuff with the latest, I don't know, movies and stuff for kids. Yeah. What if they did it with, with Dota? What if they did a Winter Wyvern themed McRap with like then, iceberg lettuce? Oh, perfect. It's like water and, and crisp. And like fried chicken. There mm. you go. And then, you know, some dressing or some shit. I don't fucking know. Um, Get your ass to Moss. Change this. I can't even say that you ruined the bit because the bit was so bad. <laughs> I'm just trying to kill it at this point. Okay, well you've killed it. Anyway, McDonald's. Good on good on this guy for calling <laughs> you, E out thank for you stealing McDonald's his fast food. for sponsoring this episode of Bottle Car Reborn. <sighs> All right. Uh, yes, we're on we're on podcatchers. You can find us there. Uh, you can find uh, more work that I do over at Scanline Media, which is scanlinemedia.com. You can also find uh, our Patreon at patreon.com slash Media if you want to get access to our uh, patron-only uh, podcast over there. And a big thanks to uh, Reddit user Promoti, a.k.a. Jeffrey Bryce, for use of the Highlander Music Pack, which is our intro and outro here on the show, and you can also find in the Steam Workshop to help it get in-game. And a big thank you to Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Svimmy, for our podcast art, which you can find, you know, the little image you're seeing from the RSS. That's that's the one. That's you can it. Find in your palm, possibly right now. All right, I think that's it for this week. We'll see you uh, next week. Peace out. I'm folks. loving it.